0: You're now listening to the Grow Together podcast, the official podcast of the Grow Together community, a place where no one gets left behind on their self discovery and personal growth journey. And now, here's your host, Luke Burrows.
1: All right, guys, welcome back to the, the Grow Together podcast. Really looking forward to today's episode. I'm um, always loving bringing to bring guests on to the show, and today we have Emily joining us. Emily, thank you so much for for coming on to the Grow Together podcast.
0: No worries, thank you so much um, for having me. It's a crazy hot day. I think it's the cra- uh, the hottest one of the year so far. So good day to, good day to join.
1: <laughs> yeah for sure and so for those in the community and we'll listen to this you don't know who you are obviously you're a coach yeah. and kind of we'll dive into that story and kind of how you came to that point to help people through coaching but yeah if you could just kind of share who is emily and then we'll dive into the backstory and everything and just have a conversation around that
0: amazing yeah so hi guys yeah my name is emily majuri so a bit of my background so I went through I guess what you could say was like the normal life stages so went to school went to college then attended uni and got a job a corporate job in accounting and I mean even from like the first day I didn't love it knew it wasn't for me but I started doing like exams so kind of decided I'd finish them so four years later then decided to kind of take a break and do some traveling for 6 months um Like what everybody does, I guess, and I wouldn't say it was to find myself, but it definitely gave me a chance to kind of think about what I wanted to do, and then so fitness has always been like a massive passion of mine. So I then kind of came home and got stuck into fitness coaching and PTing, and that led me to life coaching, transformational coaching. And I've recently just finalized um my course in that, and I've been coaching people since probably about nine months now to essentially do the same thing. So even if you haven't gone through all of those uh, stages in your life and you're starting out straight from college or uni or whatever, helping people to figure out what it is they want to do for their life and kind of like giving them the courage to take those steps and just go for it a bit like uh, what Luke does. So
1: yeah, that's kind of my,
0: in a nutshell.
1: (laughs) Awesome. And so that's, that's interesting. Interesting. And so who do you typically work with like client wise?
0: I actually work with a a massive mix of clients at the moment but I guess the typical clients kind of have been through a similar similar story so Mm -hmm. they're looking for either career specific change or some sort of like transformation in their life because they've hit a point of this isn't working for me anymore I don't feel happy like I want to change something but I've more recently been working with some people in the fitness world as well in kind of like mindset around like training and things like that so yeah a wide range but I'd say like career and confidence to kind of step out of societal rules and kind of step into your own is where I kind of like hone in on working with my clients so it's kind of like really tapping into what you really want to do and having the courage to to step out of the norms and and allow yourself to do it
1: confident yeah that's awesome and uh, why do you think people have of a difficult time or a hard time creating those rules for the like for themselves you know
0: it's so hard i'm I'm still trying to create them (laughs) for myself i think it's because we're just so i guess like the way that we're grounded by like the media and tv and things like that we're constantly kind of like ruled by what society says like how we should be how we should act like we should be buying a house that, like in our mid-20s, mm. we should then be like having a family, those sorts of things. Like I guess the ideal picture that um society has created through those things. I think even when you realize they're not what you want, you're reminded of it so much around you, be it from like friends and family as well, who maybe have followed a more normal path, or you know, seeing seeing on Instagram or on even on TV shows and things like that. So I think we can't get away from it so it makes it even harder kind of to step out of it you've got a constant reminder that you're trying to do something that others maybe don't see as as normal so I think that can kind of like you get the confidence to step out and then something else knocks you back and they're just all around us so I think that's kind of a massive massive barrier to get through
1: yeah and so with obviously the work that you do how do you then help people to you know in the first instance like take those steps to have the confidence to Mm. to do that and then to maintain that because like you say um it can be then challenging to maintain that because you know from media or whatever
0: yeah so it's all about i guess stripping right down to if you're in a place in your life and so say where I was working full-time not really feeling like I was fulfilled if that makes sense and I knew I wanted Mm -hmm. to work with people and do something where I would feel fulfilled I would I guess yeah strip everything back and kind of try and understand from the individual what their and it might sound a bit cheesy but it it, it does make sense like what their values are kind of like what their why is like what it is that they want to achieve out of life. So mine is super simple. It's like, I want to help people to kind of be their best selves. So it could be more complex than that, but it could be super simple. And by kind of stripping back and understanding what your what your why is, what your purpose is, and kind of like what values you stand for, it's then easier to take a step forward to, to kind of say, okay, I want to live in a world where I'm living my purpose. What can I do to kind of implement that in my life? And then you just take small steps forward to do that so it's very much a mindset game I guess and it's training your mindset to kind of if you get to a point where you see like you get drawn back into like societal norms it's taking that step back again reminding yourself actually no I have a reason and a purpose for doing this and then that kind of helps you back on your track and I think some people find their purpose in a super super good at kind of being like do you know what i don't care about societal norms and don't get drawn back in but if if you do that's like something to bring yourself back to if that makes sense so it's all about really you have to have a want and a commitment and consistency to get to somewhere that's maybe different or or anything you want to do but it's having that like strong mindset to stick to stick at it and remind yourself when when things get a bit tough
1: yeah that makes sense and so on, like the values point how did you? How do you like become aware or kind of create those values for yourself? So like for me, before I read like the book, I don't know if you're aware of it, Tony Robbins' book. I think it's called like "Awaken the Giant Within," and in that book, like Tony talks about value systems and that. Before that, like I was blind to it. Like I had no idea what like life values were or kind of anything. Ultimately, belief systems and that as well. And so once yeah. I read that book and became then aware to, oh, you know, like this value system belief systems and that and then started to look within and like discover my own and like that was the how my my path on how I started to come across of more of this stuff and I'm kind of interested in your own kind of journey to uncovering your own like value system
0: so I'll start with I guess I'll I'll start with like how I normally work with clients on on values and things Mm. and then kind of go into my own so I think people struggle when when you say values they're like oh I don't I don't really know what values I live by, but actually our belief system and our values are ingrained in us at a really young age. I think in, in my course, we kind of learned, so you have your personal paradigm and that's kind of the story by which you live, you live by. And we actually create that by the age of about four kind of like from what we learned from those first few years growing up. And it's always good to kind of like identify that values and beliefs are slightly different and values are things that I guess are more ingrained and more kind of, what you value, what you value in life, but I uh, say, for example, like loyalty, friendship, uh, family, things like that—they're like bigger scale things that you that you don't you don't really change your values that that much. Like they're kind of ingrained in who you are. And then you've got your beliefs, which can change because we can have beliefs from any thoughts that we have, like any any time. And those beliefs could be true, or they we could be kind of like telling ourselves something like. I'm never going to be able to do this and that's like almost like a false belief but we're telling ourselves that in that moment that's what we believe so I think like that's something I always work with uh, with clients on and when it comes to values when they're initially kind of trying to work them out I'd kind of again like take that step back and be like in life what do you enjoy so is it if you enjoy traveling why is it you enjoy traveling you enjoy the adventure so maybe like adventure is like a key value for you or curiosity like having curiosity in what you do every day in your job or whatever maybe that's like something so it's taking things that you that are normal things that you do every day and then kind of being like okay what is it I get out of those okay that that could be a value um for me do you know what? it's a really interesting one I work with clients on all these things and I've not ever really sat down and been like what are my values but I th- I think I I kind of already know that like my values are like strong family values like friendships loyalty And like people is just like a massive one for me. So Mm -hmm. like I've always wanted to work with people. I think a really interesting one that I've had come up from a client is like financial security. And I think it probably is one for me because it's one thing that always hold, like in the past would have held me back from taking steps out of like my corporate job into Mm -hmm. a new world. So without even realizing you can have some values that are just so ingrained and i think you can like change them a bit by changing your belief system around money or for example but yeah i think they're probably like my my key values and useful ways if you're you've never looked at values before to kind of just look at what what it is day to day that you enjoy and then and then peel back what values are kind of on top of those if that makes sense
1: for sure and like for value systems belief systems etc for me like it's a lot of for people to like like look inwards, right? So a lot of inner work, I think a lot, of, a lot of people might shy away from that inner work. And so I'm kind of interested in your thoughts on that. For me, like the inner work is hard, right? So it's not easy to like look inwards and in that. And so that's why, you know, I think people shy away from it, but I'm kind of interested in your thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, I think the inner work is the hardest bit, right? And I think a lot of us, a lot of people will live kind of I don't want to say average but like the normal like path through society because they don't want to take the step back and do the inner work it's easier to just be like well I have to stay my job because I have to pay my mortgage or whatever because they don't actually want to stop and go what do I truly want I'll just kind of live this surface level life which which is fine but it's it's hard because sometimes you don't know the answer so you know, you look inside and you're like, oh, I know there's something like nagging there, but it, it can take a lot of like testing different things out and trialing new things to really get to that like inner belief or inner purpose. Cause we all do have one somewhere deep down, but it, it can be like so far down that it's hard to reach. Mm. And I think, I think the biggest thing is uh, people are, don't want to necessarily, I guess it's usually like your passion, it's what you enjoy the most, it's what like, so. If you try and live by by that purpose or that passion and you fail, fail is a hard thing. I think failure is great by the way. everyone should fail and learn, but I think it can be a hard thing for people to kind of swallow what if it doesn't work, what if I fail? So I think it's easier just to shut it out and pretend that like the inner inner doesn't doesn't live mm-hmm. and you just kind of live this surface level life. So I think it's definitely that fear uh, fear factor that kind of stops people from doing it. And I think it can uncover things that could could be painful. And I think some people just maybe don't want to make time for it. I think time is like a it's a big thing. And we're all so busy now. Everyone make and we don't make time for ourselves. We just make time for all these other things going on. But yeah, I think it's fear of failure and fear of not like getting there and not really knowing what's going on and. Not like we live in a society that moves so fast pace, and we have like timetables and stuff. So it's easy to kind of live that way. If if you take that away, what's left could be scary.
1: That makes yeah, sense. it does. And I'm kind of interested if you found it like difficult doing this kind of work. I'm assuming we're kind of the same age, while well, like still being in like your twenties. You know, like I think it's something that I've kind of noticed is that maybe because like like my focus is just on helping like younger people you know people mm. in their 20s and that like they even more you know don't want to do that in work because they're distracted by like so many other things you know with their you know like i call them like short-term pleasures right so like clubbing or kind of all these different things and like escaping yeah. their reality like through those different pleasures and so like when you talk about personal growth or mindset they're like you know what's that type of thing and so they don't necessarily understand it so I'm wondering wondering if that's been a challenge for you obviously being a similar age to myself like in our 20s but even more so like with people around you you know so like your friends and that like my the people I used to hang around just don't get anything that I do <laughs> so I'm always interested like you know when I bring people on of that similar age to see if they've also faced that if that makes sense
0: yeah I, I do find that I'm a little bit older than you, but I am still mid-20s. So a lot of the people I work with probably are at my age or a little bit older. The people that have actually, like, signed up and said, yes, I want coaching. And, yes, I want kind of help to move forward. It is definitely, definitely harder to get those that are kind of younger. And it's definitely a lot of my friends who are distracted by, oh, let's just go to the pub. Or not right now. But, you know what I mean? Like, they're distracted by all those, like, niceties that we have that they definitely kind of, they'll be like, oh yeah, cool, Emily, that sounds fun. And then they don't actually engage or kind of get interested in it. I think that can be hard for us because you're then Mm. like, am I doing, I kind of sometimes have sat back and been like, uh, do they think I'm I'm a joke? Do they think I'm just doing something that isn't a real job? But I actually think it is the real job. Like it is the real work, but I think it's definitely hard and it's a shame, but I think it's because, this sort of stuff maybe should be brought into into schools. Like are you working on yourself? Are you working on that personal growth, that self-care? Because it's not. It's the same with things like basic finances, like taxes and things like that. We're not taught it in school. So when you become an adult, you're like, I don't know what any of this is. And those sorts of things are actually way more important than trigonometry or whatever we like trigonometry is actually helpful if you're an engineer, I think. But but I definitely think we should be starting it earlier. And yeah, it's interesting because I see a young young generation spend a lot so much time on the internet, on Instagram, on things like that. And uh, it'd be surprising how much like those people they look up to, like some of the Instagram followers and stuff. Actually, how much personal growth they probably do have to do to be able to sit in those sorts of positions. So, in know, and there are a lot of like coaches and mindset coaches and stuff who are quite big. And I don't know, maybe if the slightly longer, younger generation don't follow them, but I almost feel like some of the people that we're looking up to are doing this work but it's maybe just um not being brought in at a young enough age for people to kind of understand it and then kind of grow up with it it, it people seem to hit 30 and go ah, who am I <laughs> and then start working on it but do you know mm-hmm. if we worked on it earlier then maybe more people would be like a little bit happier with their
1: lives earlier on but completely yeah. agree you know so I launched a new project it's called redefining your 20s and pretty much the whole kind of thing there is is around like what you said like because I noticed that people will getting to 30 like mid-30s but even sometimes older you know and like yeah. shit like I just wasted my like, all my 20s you know and I'm like huh like what happens if well, what would happen if we actually at this age focus more on you know, develop, you know, self-esteem or confidence or mindset and actually use this to build something, you know, ultimately for like the rest of our lives. And so that's kind of what that project is doing. So I I, um, completely agree with everything that you said there. I'm wondering, and you know, this is just like your opinion, why you think like that personal growth isn't in the education system. For me, like when I was at school, it's quite a long time ago now, but thinking back, there was like a lesson called personal development. But it wasn't personal development, if that makes sense. Like, it was just like a mess around lesson type of thing. And then, like, once I dive more into personal development, I was like, okay, so this is actually it. So, yeah, I'm kind of interested in just your opinion on that. And then, like, what we can do to help young people, but just help kind of anyone, really, to get more into it. Because for me, like, it's been so transformational, and I'm sure it has for you as well
0: yeah interesting yeah so we didn't have something called personal development school but I did have something called PSHE which was mm. like social stuff so but it was like learning like what to do when you first have sex and things like that it wasn't like I can't remember what else we learned in PSHE it's obviously just again we were just used to mess around it was like that lesson where you were like yeah I don't have to do anything I just sit mm. chat to my mates I don't know why it's not I guess it could be a sense of like, they think you're too young to really know, but there's definitely no harm in teaching kids what sorts of things you could be doing to grow yourself. So like some of the books we you could read or just kind of like understanding a little bit more how the mind works. Maybe that would just be useful, just kind of like, because I don't think we really grasp that when we're younger and it would be interesting. I think, I mean, I think there's things we can do. Like I do some work, Uh, in offices so employee well-being so we'll go in and kind of talk to them about mindset and like nutrition and things like that and also provide like fitness classes and stuff but there's no reason why we couldn't run programs like that in schools when it's just like a separate thing that an external party comes in and you know works through like basic and obviously lower level stuff but you know understanding mindset understanding like how to look after yourself like what things to do to kind of look after your mind and your like self-care type thing especially in this social media heavy world it's actually interesting I'm working with um, a company at the moment that's called Our Sisterhood so they're two designers and they've set up a program for young women and it's kind of like teaching young women how to learn through design but it's all about trying to get away from the picture that social media creates that women should be and kind of trying to get them to kind of grow and learn about who they are and then maybe take bigger chances to do the jobs that maybe they don't think they can and stop kind of like a lot of self-esteem issues come from things like that so it's very interesting and I I'd like to learn from them how I could kind of do something similar to they are like working with like teenage girls so I guess that does work I feel like you asked another question and I've just rambled on
1: it's all right. no worries but no kind of on that point like I know people for like third parties you go into schools and they do like speaking and, and everything I think maybe one of the challenges it's like if the teachers aren't Actively growing themselves, like in that sense, within personal growth, then, like I don't know, the thought that just comes to mind is, how are they going to teach that to children? You know what? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, that does make sense. I think you'd have to have specialists. I guess Mm -hmm. you'd have to make it like an extra, not an extracurricular thing, but something that happens like once a month, and it's like a a two hour like workshop. It would have to be people who specialize in that sort of thing to make it worthwhile doing it you're right there's no point a teacher who believes that all kids should go to school uni get a job and work till they're 60 I mean everyone's gonna have to work there's no doubt about that but it's just what you do for your work it could be different from what we're kind of taught so I think yeah I think you're right you wouldn't be able to just use the teachers that are potentially already at school it'd have to be like an extra workshop or something that comes comes instead but like we used to have things like that at school when I don't know, like the local Mm. policeman would come in and do a talk. But again, what did we learn from that? I I don't even remember. But I remember random things like that happening. So why couldn't we Mm. replace that with these things that I think are... And I think the fact that as a society, we're talking more about mental health and things like that, it seems like the right time to start talking about these sorts of things at school
1: more. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. So are you still there?
0: Yeah, I'm still
1: here. Cool. So I know wellness. I know wellness is a huge part of your journey and kind of story as well. So is that always been something from a young age you've kind of been into that wellness and health and everything? And if not, like how how did you dive more into that?
0: Interesting, actually. Yeah. So I mean, when I was a kid, I did some sport and things, but I wasn't like. I was just kind of like an average average kid, dealt, played some <laughs> instruments, played some other things, like whatever. But when I got to secondary school, I think I went to quite a school, a small primary school and I went to secondary school and actually I think it was from insecurities that others pointed out to me that I didn't even know were kind of like issues. So things that like are all over social media now, but like things like stretch marks and things like that, that weren't really talked about much in those days. That kind of put me in a position where I, I I obviously felt insecure and I went a bit crazy on like a gym hype and lost kind of a lot of weight and I, it obviously made me feel better at the time. So and so I guess around the age of like fifteen, I got really into the gym and and ever since then, I've always like like exercise and things have always been like a massive part. But when going to union college and stuff, I couldn't keep up those sorts of like like I was probably unhealthily slim Mm -hmm. at that point and I think through my journey of kind of getting from that point to now like I exercise still like I PT people and I do workouts but I'm I'd say I have a healthy relationship with food and exercise now and I think like that journey has been a massive thing for me since I was yeah kind of 15 and, and and I guess like fitness from that became like a massive passion and also helping people go through things like in their mind to make sure they're living their like healthiest happiest life and I think it kind of stems from that And then, yeah, I think as I kind of delved into my passion a bit more and trained in it, I realized that it actually matches with kind of like, I guess, my values and what I am passionate about and kind of what I want to help people with. So coaching, like mindset coaching and health coaching and fitness coaching kind of for me is like my holistic approach, I guess, to kind of help people in any way that seems helpful for them. And I think it started definitely with the fitness side, but Mm -hmm. I don't think in the way that. I don't think any human should only be focused on that aesthetic side. Like, there's the the harder work is the mindset and and the nutrition and things like that. So I think it's important to look at all of them.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. One thing I don't know if you've seen this, but one thing I've kind of seen, you know, talking about even with younger people and that that. So I got into personal development through wanting to start my own business. I think mm. a lot of people that I've kind of spoken to now actually get into it through fitness because. I think like people know that health is important and then when, maybe once they start that they then realize like it's a lot of mindset work as well so that so just something i've like kind of seen from the background type of thing that people also get into it but like that way i'm just kind of interested in if, if you've seen that as well
0: yeah i think you're right i think they're probably like the two key areas definitely people who like want to start their own businesses entrepreneurs because it, it, both of them I guess when you were saying that I was thinking both of them take consistency if you're starting up your own business you have to be consistent you have to work hard else it's, it's not going to take off the ground it is easier to go and work for someone else because they've already done some of the hard work and you've just got to kind of like do what you're told yeah. to an extent and it's the same with like fitness and stuff to be able to reach your goals and feel healthy and things you can't just go to the gym Well, you could go to the gym once a week but you can't just do it for a few days yeah. and then and then stop and still feel healthy and fit so like you can Mm. but you're not going to see those consistent like results so I think in and in personal development as well all of it is just about consistency so I think that that's probably why people do come at at it from fitness and I think it's because fitness makes people feel better they then kind of like get a bit more interested in kind of like okay like this is making me feel better but I want to I want to feel better in my mind as well and then I think when people find personal development they then realize, oh, there's the world's such like a bigger place than I, I realized, like, because we kind of grow up in like a society that shows a certain path. And then I think once you hit personal development, that's when then people are like, oh, I could do anything with my life. And then maybe then find like their own businesses and things. So I think you can come at it from both angles. But yeah, no, definitely fitness and then holistic health, moving into personal development is definitely a, a way that a lot of people get into it.
1: Yeah, one of the final things I wanted to ask you before we dive mm-hmm. into some final thoughts and everything is kind of like, I guess, let we'll go in the other direction. Not, not everyone is like super looks after their health and their well being and everything, but mm-hmm. we know like our health is important. Like it's the only, especially like during this time, like this time has shown it as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of different reasons why like people's limiting beliefs or something, like whatever it is. Why do you think that people neglect health even though we know? it's such a like it's the only thing we have ultimately you know if that that makes sense I'm just kind of interested in it
0: yeah no it's true if if you step back from everything your health of your mind and your body is like the number one most important thing right because if they're not healthy then you're probably being (laughs) detrimental to your life but that's not what we're it kind of goes back to that's what we're what we learn at school and stuff that's not what we're taught we're kind of taught that life's way way bigger than that but in not necessarily in a positive Mm. way and I think people don't make time for it because they've not been taught to make time for it so they don't they yeah that's probably why they neglect it and they put other things like making money and looking good on Instagram to their friends or like like going on holiday and things like that all ahead of of that and I think there's so coaching itself and going to the gym and stuff it's expensive so it's an investment and you have to be willing to make that investment in yourself and I think if you don't realize how important that investment is then you won't pay for it so you won't kind of like delve into it
1: yeah I think that answers the question yeah yeah (laughs) but even just like on smaller things you know like people might make those smaller decisions and choices around like I suppose it's the habits they get into but like choose Mm -hmm. that unhealthy food instead of like that healthy option you know just smaller things like that as well and so yeah what's it like Can you know your thoughts on that
0: yeah i guess it's around short term gain versus yeah. long time so uh, i'll have that piece of chocolate because it will give me a really good feeling for half an hour mm-hmm. but in the long term that's not going to help so i think we live in a world where everything's fast paced so we want fast wins we want happiness now so oh, i really fancy some chips that's going to make me happy now and then i think you get into a cycle of of that you stop eating less healthy food you start to feel worse but then you continue to just kind of like follow that because you already feel bad so you're like oh I'll just carry on so it's easy wins to feel happy for short periods of time because we only have that time like if we don't make time to kind of allow the the things that maybe take longer to to work so I think it's a whole health mindset and lifestyle change and if you only want quick wins then Then that's why you're not kind of, it's hard work essentially. It's hard work to train yourself to have that healthy lifestyle. But once you do, you'll realize all the benefits of it.
1: Yeah. And I think like there has to be a certain level of like awareness and everything that so people kind of go through like a process or like, yeah. So that awareness to go, okay, so the choices that I'm Mm. making now isn't helping me. And like, once, like I'm a huge fan of self awareness and that. And so once you're aware of it, then you can start to change it where I think then a lot of people are kind of in denial or as well that, yep. you know, and so like, if they're always in that place in their mindset, then they're not going to change anything.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Awareness is like, <laughs> whenever I'm talking to my coaches, awareness is like the first thing of anything. Cause once you're aware that you're doing something, cause some people aren't even aware that they're telling mm. themselves they can't do this or that. Once you're aware, you then have the choice as you said, to make a decision and you can still choose the decision to be unhealthy or choose, but at least then it's a conscious choice as opposed to an unconscious choice.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. Awesome. Emily, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, thank you. Um, do you have any final thoughts or words of inspiration for our listeners?
0: Yeah, I think, thank you so much for having me. And I hope there's been something that's useful um, for you guys listening. If you at any point have a feeling that you want to be doing something and you're not doing it, Take the chance, take the risk, have the confidence and belief in yourself to try it. Because if you don't, you'll you'll regret it. And the biggest thing that can happen is you fail, you learn something new, and then you go back to what you were doing before. So don't don't wait for time to to make changes. Make changes if you want to make them.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And where can people find you online if they want to learn more about what you do and connect?
0: Yeah. So on my Instagram, which is Emily Majuri Coach. And then my website, which is um, www.emilymajoriwellness.co.uk. Um, so super simple. I'm on those two. Um, yeah, just drop me a message on Instagram and i am um, be happy to help anyone if they have any
1: thoughts. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Guys, I will no. be back Thanks, next week with a guest. So I will talk to you then. Have an awesome week and we will chat soon.
0: Thanks, Leek.
1: Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening or watching to this episode of the Grow Together podcast. The Grow Together podcast is available every Thursday as I bring on an interview our community members here at Grow Together. If you would like to learn more about Grow Together, then head on over to our website, which is growtogethernetwork.com. That is growtogethernetwork.com. The two guys is the number two, so just pointing that out, so it's growtogethernetwork.com, where you can pick up our free personal growth plan workbook, learn more about our community and get access to a wide range of other content via our community blog. With that said guys, have a great day.